0: Well, that commercial was
1: shorter than uh, Pete's pee break. So.
0: We're back. Welcome Apparently. back. Apparently, I'm doing the dishes that next year, guys. Yeah. Apparently, I'm going to be doing lots of dishes. I just hope I get meals in return, you know?
2: Well, you got to be we're- doing the dishes of something. They're, Would you not, just- they're not empty dishes. Not going yeah. not gonna, to not gonna clean, clean dishes.
0: <laughs> well, we're back. Um, I don't know who else is joining us, but we have the wonderful... NPFL. what's your NPFL title paul we got paul benson with us he's a friend of the show you've seen him before
3: yeah
0: we're waiting on pete to uh get back but yeah paul thanks for joining us
4: pete we're live buddy i just introduced <laughs> paul <laughs> <laughs> the man mr mr cash and roger mr npfl the great paul benson how are you buddy
5: I'm wonderful. How about you all? I thought we were all commercial break. Sorry about that. Sorry for my unprofessionalness there
2: for a second. Uh, that's where, just where, so normal
5: for us. Where's Where's my hey.
3: balls? Is he not in there yet?
4: No,
1: balls ain't here yet.
5: <laughs> Hold on a second.
1: Uh, I messaged him.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're where, the where, where are we're you excited. at, Paul?
4: Are you Are you at home?
5: Dallas, Georgia. Dallas, Georgia. So we've got the uh, big Pittman Creek Distributor Show this weekend. Right now, the ASA yeah. uh, American Sport Fishing Association Summit's going on down in Fort Lauderdale,
3: uh, right.
5: Florida. Uh, I'm guessing our our good friend Ken Duke is down there.
0: No doubt, without uh, a doubt,
5: that's a big deal in the industry. Not enough people pay attention to the ASA. We need to we need to fix that, boys. How do we fix that?
4: Well, you just did bringing awareness to it and uh Wonderful. and I'm I'm just sending out a, a memo to everybody in my company saying why aren't we at the ASA summit? We were supposed to be there this year. Yes. And, uh, Na- Naples. Naples? Yeah. BTC, you were in charge of making sure we were all there this year.
1: How <laughs> dare you deflect. Come on, man. On to me. I'm not even an employee, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a subcontractor get brought in to do all the heavy lifting and then miss out on the fun
4: oh man we yeah. would, we we should be all having fun down there in the asa summit and i yeah. and shout out to ken i uh, i know it's a, it's a great great organization we're happy to work with them and and participate in any way we can
2: except for and, this year.
4: uh except for this year you I mean, know what, what happened we're, I don't know what happened. I'm, I'm just, Paul's bringing it up to me right now. As a matter of fact, I was sending out messages tomorrow saying, hey, what's going on with the ASA Summit? I lost, uh, I don't have track of the dates. But you know what? It's not coming through my email. Uh, and I don't know why that I'm get, not getting notifications or requests to uh, submit a registration. So. Um, from the yeah. ASA? Yeah.
5: Yeah. I can address that. I'm on the on the membership committee, or at least I was on the membership committee before I didn't go to the meeting this week. I don't think we get kicked off for that, but just overlap with a lot of stuff. But back back to the business of Bass University. (laughs) Thank thank you, Pete. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Riz. Uh, Riz, your your shirt looks awesome tonight. But thank you all for doing what you do day in and day out. Um, I always tell people. The best way to learn about bass, they're like, oh, man, you get to rub elbows with this guy and it's a and like you must know all about it. No, the, the only secret there is in our industry. It is such a small, tight knit group in our industry. The only true secret is the best way to learn how to be a better bass fisherman is Bass University. That's it. My man. Thank you, sir. I, pr- I
4: appreciate that. And Ooh. I appreciate you being our voice out there. You know, as we are, because we're we're all out there uh, also promoting casting and rods, and uh, we've got so many of us that are using our casting and rods. We're in the BFL regionals uh, in the next couple of weeks. Who, who's all won? Who's all won
5: this year? And I'm, I, I appreciate the shout out for the for the rods you're using. You know, y'all don't just talk about fishing; y'all actually do it. Who's who's all put themselves in that position for the All American?
1: First of all, Paul, it's uh, use guys when you address us up here. I think we've talked <laughs> y- about y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. Uh, did we get that squared away?
4: Uh, well, out in Texas, out in Texas, we have Mike Reed competing on the Lake Watchetall. Uh, for the BFLs, and and uh, Mike is one of the best reps for, for Bass University. And, of course, Justin Kimmel is going to be down in Florida on the St. John's River uh, in two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make it to the All-American. And I will be on the Potomac River uh, next week um, competing for the regional or competing to get into the All-American. I've never been to the All-American. I've never fished the entire BFL season until professional fish had forced me into it this year. And um, <laughs> and I'm happy
0: we did, because you won Angler of the
4: Year, and it's been a heck of a ride, Pete. You've been it, fishing awesome it, this year. It's, it's been a blast, Paul. I, I've mm-hmm. met people all over that, that love Bass University, that love catching fishing rods. They're, these are the guys that uh, that love our products, and they're all They're all out there in in the BFLs and the Federation stuff and the weekend stuff. And it's really awesome to be able to get out there and and visit with everybody.
5: Little tidbit about Mike Reed. My first ever open as a co-angler, I drew Mike Reed
0: at Smith Lake. Wow. Wow. That's what that's his that's that's his backyard. It's a good but draw. I don't think a- oh, oh
5: I, I was so excited. It was a Georgia boy. I was going to get. Then I found out he was like born and grew up there.
0: Yeah, it was going to be it was going to be awesome. And it was then they be had, awesome. He didn't catch him probably. I don't think he had a good tournament there. I think he had a top ten in an open in Alabama, but it wasn't Smith. I think it might have he- been Lowe. He went with a very diverse
5: plan, which seeing what his plan was, he was swinging for the fences. He executed well. The fish didn't cooperate. Um, he was flipping at Smith in, like, March maybe, something like that. You know, not not a lot of stuff that people do. Um, it taught me a lot. Like, he taught me a lot about Smith. He taught me a lot about practice at the Opens as a co. And I, and I didn't I, – I fished, like, three years on the Opens or two years on the Opens my whole goal was to understand tournament fishing to the point where I could sell fishing rods to folks Um, here, probably 10, 10, 12 years later, maybe um, it, it, it has paid off to help me do what we do day in and day out with the anglers at our events at the NBFL. So I'm extremely thankful for that time to get to spend with the with the anglers over there uh, at the opens and uh, get get to figure out a little bit of, of how to do this over here uh, to help anglers
4: out. Mm. Well, Paul, I got to say it's great. And what you do in the industry is amazing and you've done something amazing. Um, You, you're at the forefront of this. You, you started the NPFL. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. The conception was Al McCullough, uh, and Al pulled in Brad, and I got pulled in afterward. I just want to make sure not to split words, but but the the conception and the inception was Al's idea, and we were pretty much on the on the front side of it. But but yeah,
1: you guys meet in a beard chat room, Paul. Yeah, you and Brad. <laughs> Sorry,
5: Br- Br- Brad and I. Brad and <laughs> I are unbelievable. Like we are. If I had a brother separated at birth, it would be Brad Fuller. I promise you. We're Buckeyes. <laughs> do not do not begin to play around when it comes to the Buckeyes and the Ohio State University. That's that's actually why we are the national professional fishing league. Yes. there is no joke. That, but uh, that's awesome. <laughs>
3: that's awesome. Cool.
4: Uh,
5: I, we're, we're I love. I there he is brad fuller I, and I
4: see him now i see him now um we have paul benson we have brad fuller has now joined us and we're so happy to have you guys uh you brought the NPFL to 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 us last year and we're going into year number two it's amazing you've done some amazing things and i appreciate you guys being here with us tonight Thanks, Pete. Thanks,
6: thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, I-, I was listening to Paul ramble while we were trying to get me in the room here. So I, I agree, man. It- it's scary. We t- and I talked to Brian earlier about this, man. I-, I am most thankful for the relationships. Everything that's happened, right? I- I- if we shut the doors on this thing right now, right? we close it up, I've made friends with anglers and people in the industry that I will care for the rest of my life, Right. And, and, and knowing and understanding that and, and realizing that and taking a moment to appreciate that, man, I, I have had the opportunity to do some amazing things in my life, right? And this is by far the hardest thing I've ever done, hands down, no doubt about it. Yeah. And when you sit back now and reflect on the six events and, and what we went through, right? it wasn't easy. Nobody gave us anything. We, we went out there and took and earned everything that we got. Um, and I'm super, super proud of the people we have around us, and I'm super proud of the crop of anglers we have coming in next year because I think the family grows, um, and, and that's a great thing. And I, I'm really excited to see what Justin and Patrick and all these other guys think about what we're doing. I think they're going to love it because it really means something. It's, it's special. Um, I can't put my finger on it. I'm not trying to, but, man, I, I'm very excited about what the MPFL is bringing to the fishing world. Uh, you know, we say getting back to the roots and we got some cliche kind of things we throw out there, but man, it's just bass fishing, right? It's just running tournaments. It's being together. It's helping each other. And it's wanting to go out there and stomp a mud hole when every competitor you fish against signed in, but being willing to help them. But that, 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 that's, that's a special thing, man. And we've culture is the hardest thing to, to foster. And I'm super proud of what Paul and Al and Michelle and the anglers, this, we didn't do this by ourselves. Well, the culture we foster is the most, the thing I cherish the most. And uh, I'm excited for Justin and, and you guys to have a back, you know, kind of front door seat, front row seat to see how that all goes down.
4: Well, it, it's, it's been amazing. And we saw, we saw Keith and Taylor come on and just rave about you guys. Like, uh, the, the, like you said, the culture, Brad, right? The, the family that you're building and, like those two recognizing how hard you uh, and Paul and all the guys at the MPFL are working, um, it's it 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 inspired them. They're thrilled uh, to be part of the program, and 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 that starts with you
6: guys. Yeah, man, it's it's one thing to build it. It's one thing to start there. It's another thing to maintain it, right? Like like that's the challenge in front of us that we're talking about for twenty twenty two is we've got it going. Like, I feel it, Paul feels that we talk about all the time. And, man, it's really easy, Pete. It's because we legitimately care, right? When the guy's broken down on the ramp there, Sean Murphy had a problem with his trim motor. We had four staff guys, myself. Watson came over and even put his little beaters on the motor and was trying to help. And, and actually, I'll give Watson credit. Like, he's the one that actually broke the code on what was wrong with it. So, shout out worldwide, you know, Mr. Maintenance Man. He goes, that's the extent of my knowledge. I'm out but he did fix it. And, and and it was Sean Murphy and Sean said, man, I really appreciate you guys being, and I was like, dude, that's that's just the right thing to do. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to know the right thing to do and sometimes it's hard to do, right? And we wanna be the guys who take that extra step and really go out of our way to make these guys understand that we legitimately care about each and every one of them. Um, and it, it, it's contagious, right? It, it, the, it flows from angler to angler, uh, the families, the wives, stopping to say hello to a group of wives standing there and, hey, man, you don't know what's going on in their day, right? This is, this is a tough, grindy kind of sport. It's very competitive. There's a lot of money on the line. But us being available to take phone calls 24-7, to talk anglers down, to talk anglers up when we have to. Um, but, again, the easy parts behind us, the hard part is to maintain that and keep that fostering that culture as we introduce new people into the sport within the MPFO. Well, my goodness, you have drawn
4: uh, huge names, maintaining, uh, you've advanced, you haven't maintained, you've advanced, you you've, uh, you had a great year one, Um, you know, a lot, a lot of great participation, but now your field is, is more than full with a big waiting list, and you've drawn some of the biggest names in the sport of fishing. That's not maintaining that's, that's advancing. That's a tremendous compliment.
6: Well, I, I think my, my point, Pete is, and Paul weigh in on this if you want to, but sometimes that can be a challenge, right? Because, you know, look, Hackney and, and Walters and, and Buddy and a lot of these guys coming in, they, they've, they've got that, they've got a, a, a mental picture of how bass fishing looks of how bass fishing feels Um, I'm a little, I mean, I'm a little concerned. I've had, man, I've had long, long Justin and I spoke a lot about him joining. I know what a big decision this is for guys like Justin and Hackney and Walters and every guy, every one of the 20 guys that are on our list. I know what a big deal this is, right? I'm empathetic to their cost. I, you know, I was out there in the coasts running around trying to do my thing. So I understand what it means to commit to do something like this. And my job is to, and Paul's job and out, the ownership, the whole company's job is to serve our customers, which are the anglers, with every morsel of sweat and tears, blood, sweat and tears, pouring it in there because we owe them that. And 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 look, man, we make mistakes every single day. We're not infallible, um, but no one will ever say that we didn't work really hard to do the best we can do. It's about the effort, right? It, it, because it's easier for Justin or Patrick to to kind of give us a little bit of, you know a little slack if you will if i'm out there sweating and blood pouring out of, you know five gaping holes in my body if they know that i was out there pouring pouring it out for them um and and that's that's what we owe them and that's what we're going to give them regardless of where this thing goes or what happens that will never change as long as i have anything to do with the mpfo uh,
5: the hardest the hardest job we have day in and day out all year is showing the industry the anglers and the fans, how we're different. When we first started, everybody said, well, we don't need a third league. We don't need a, you know, our job is to show show everyone how we are different. It's a very difficult task to do through a podcast like this. It's a very, I, I tell everybody, you come there, you see it, you watch it firsthand. Everybody sees how that culture has changed and how that culture is different. I'm not saying better. Make sure that you qualify that and and quantify that to the nth degree. We are not saying we're better than anybody. We are providing a different opportunity for anglers to make money. Um, I hear a lot of guys reference it. Uh, You know, I did not personally speak with Greg Hackney, but through Brad Hackney had multiple phone calls where he said, man, I just want to come fish. I just want to come fish and make some money. And I want to be the dude in the middle of everybody else. I don't want any special privilege, special, you know, and, that's what we focus on and that's what we we pride ourselves on is that everybody's got an opportunity to get out there and do it. In relation to the culture of helping folks and, and assisting folks, we have helped guys get trucks and trailers home. We have helped guys, you know, if you name it, we're out there assisting folks, taking tools to them, doing everything we can legitimately. and evenly, one of the things uh, from an ownership standpoint, Brad mm-hmm. myself, al and michelle another hard thing is saying no to somebody um in relation to something because we may or may not be able to do it for all if we can't do it for 125 guys we're not gonna we're not gonna do it like towing that line and making sure that we um that we treat everyone equally and fairly across the board is is a difficult thing to navigate because you want to help everybody The, the beautiful part about it saturday was a great example brandon perkins had an issue uh, Chance Woodard and his girlfriend Sarah were on the way to tow Men. Uh Sheldon Collins went and picked up fish. Uh the, Brandon said when Sheldon came in to get his fish, because Sheldon and Brandon checked in at the same time and Sheldon knew he was already late, he said he said Sheldon came in so hot and grabbed his fish. He he thought it was like a, a military operation or something. Um and he saved every minute he could for Brandon. Um seeing that kind of of fellowship between the anglers it is where our pride lies seeing keith and uh taylor talk tonight about how how good they felt after the first week because because brad, brad and i will both will be the first to tell you we have screwed up and we do screw up every day it's not about how you screw up it's about how you fix the screw up in the long run and how you take care of folks and we continue we strive to do that better and better every
4: day Wow, that's impressive, J.K. I'm excited for you to go out and fish this tournament trail. Uh, you've got a couple of really strong leaders here building a great tournament trail for you. Yeah, man, it, it really feels
0: like uh, you're you're stepping into kind of a support system. So for a rookie like me, as Paul has already liked to call me, <laughs> I, I'm I am. I am green. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie as far as it is with a boat, you know. I got something break on a boat. Like I'm learning everything still, you know, and I'm continuing. And so that's, that's one of the biggest, you know, and we talked about the whole confidence thing, the the fishing stuff's finally there, but like getting your boat squared away, getting, having things happen and hearing some of these stories firsthand from some of the guys that I know about guys that we're talking to, not just some of the volunteers or some of their members, like these guys are getting in, there and helping guys too, you know, I've, i you know, we all heard the story about Landon Tucker's uh, boat keys getting lost. And uh, I, one of you guys lended a Brad, boat to him or something Brad, for, for a Brad day. Lent and, him,
5: Brad lent boat. And then Brad found the keys later. Like, like that's the perfect storm. We've had curveballs balls thrown at us all that, year, not to cut you off, but we got a guy out of Ohio named Drew six, Brad, how, how many motors, how many motors or how many boats do you think Drew Six laid hands on for other anglers this year? I, Just a ballpark. I don't know, man. 50? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's an angler who, who does that for a living and he helped 50 guys, maybe the same guy multiple times, but 50 wow. times while, while he's competing. I know I was with him in a campground when he was working on two guys' boats side by side till 10 o'clock one night while he's competing.
4: Wow,
0: that's amazing! <clears throat> yeah, so so just ha- having that, getting to know that culture and getting that firsthand. You know, I talked to Keith a lot before. You know, I knew Keith probably the best of all the you know guys. Ori- you know, the original hundred and five that were fishing this year, and um, you know, he just firsthand was when when a te- when integrity is the first quality that gets consistently brought up you know, that sat well with me, and I really feel like I'm walking into a support system, and I, you know, I can't wait to, to just be a part of that culture, that's a kind of a culture that I, that I want to be a part of, that I want to have around my own house, with my own kids, and, and stuff, you know, Uh, putting others first, and, and helping people, and, um, you know, it's, it's different, you know, because you're still kind of, you know, I mean, competition is cutthroat, and it's, it's, You know, I've, I've seen, you know, I've fished an open and Toyotas and stuff like that. I've seen some really just hardcore competition out there, you know, but knowing that (laughs) the guy who cuts me off can be the guy who gets my fish back to the, to the, you know, after breaking in, that's, that's still kind of cool, you know, even if it pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> I think I think I think, man, when we when we talk about the, the one of the big things that we wanted to foster was that that culture and that mentality. And look, guys, you know, the tournament director and owner, you know, we've we've sunk everything into this. Right. This is this is my entire life. Right. Like I i don't come from money. I don't have I don't have a trust fund that I'm pulling out of to make this happen. So that's why you see the work, too. Right. Like it's it, this is my dream. This is this is what I want. Um, and Paul and i feel the same way. And and when you see guys start to hold each other accountable on the water, in the restaurants, at the boat ramps, leading by example, that's when you know you've got something, right? When when the masses start to do those things for you, it's not us, I'm not out there policing things, you know what I mean? Like anglers are self-reporting, all those things. But man, I, I think the, the other thing is, is surrounding ourselves with the right people you know, Luke and Dudley and Fat Cat and Watson, like there, if you if you notice, there's a common thread between everybody we surround ourselves with. And and that's that's vital to the operation. Um, and and we, we we really don't let people inside the circle very easy. So um, with cause. Uh, but man, you know, Luke's growth in that seat, Fat Cat's growth, we dumped him in the live studio. We didn't know how that was going to go. He didn't know how it was going to go, but you know he dug in and crushed it this week, um, stepping in for Dougley and Watson jumping in. But um, I, I'm excited, and and here's here's the icing on the cake for us: the competition on the on the NPFL this year was freaking amazing. Yeah, there were far there were a lot of surprises, man. We didn't know what we had, right? Like all these guys, we knew they were pretty good, but man, when you watch these guys go about their business and how they work and their skills. Guys, if you get to go back and watch any of the any of the coverage, watch Taylor Watson skip that jig around docks. You know, it reminded me of David Williams. Right. Like, like he was that smooth and effortless. You know, he was fishing the backs of those docks, but he was getting his big bites from what we call the, the one hole, right? The first hole up off the back of the dock and skipping it all the way across to the other side and covering that water. And Pete, you mentioned something earlier about fish replenishing. You know, I, I fish Lake of the Ozarks a lot. I don't think those fish replenish. I just don't think you could fish that dock all day and maybe not get your jig where one or two fish on that dock could see it. Cause these are really big docks. So his ability to get that jig in places um, that maybe other guys couldn't, I think was a single biggest factor that led to his win. And I called it after day two. I said, I watched him fish. I was like, with those storms coming with the, with the, what we're going to get, like Taylor Watkins is going to win this event. Um, just, and there's there's a hundred there's there's fifty other dudes like him out there, man. There's 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 a lot of really really skilled anglers. But we gave it.
5: It was what? really it was really satisfying for me this weekend to see how everything played out. I promise you, we like Brad Michelle. Michelle's one of the most organized people I know, and I'm terrible at organization. You guys, you folks know that. I'm gonna call you <laughs> five minutes ago and be like, "Hey, we're changing this." Um, <laughs> Brad is Same. like, Brad has planned uh, different things across the globe to the nth degree. We plan for everything. No way we could have planned for the storm that we that we experienced. No way we could have planned for. Brandon Perkins and in his misfortune on Saturday like we we plan for everything and we talk about it 20 times we were thrown every curveball in the world and I say this with no ego but we handled it pretty good there's going to be bigger curveballs down the road there's going to be more of them but having that confidence to say hey guys we got it covered and we're going to take it covered we do a we 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 did six events a full trailer weigh-in with 100 or more guys at every event with about 10, 11 people at each one. And I say that it's actually 111 because when we say, when we ask an angler to do something or to help us, um, a good example of that is in Florida. We had Bradley Holman sit in. Bradley Holman's jumping in trucks and pulling trucks through. You may or may not have seen that, but we didn't ask Bradley to do that. Brad was talking about who we surrounded ourselves with. Bradley took it upon himself to jump in somebody's truck, pull through the line because he saw a need. We have that not just with with the four folks who are who are putting this thing on and the and the eight to ten folks that are standing behind us supporting us all across the country, but the the hundred and you know now twenty five anglers Luke Fat Cat Dudley Watson we called we called Watson on the drop of a hat and he said hey boys I'm there you know he well he said how much does it pay and then he said. I'm there, but it <laughs> wasn't.
4: <laughs> uh, let Let me ask it's you. Good, Pete. I'm sorry. The like tournament director and tournament organizations. It it's a tough job. It's a tough job. Uh, whatever decision you make, half the people are gonna hate you, and half the people are gonna agree with you. Uh, what What are some of the tough ones? What are, What are some of the toughest? things that you had to decide on uh the course of this year. Because it was all new to you. Uh man. Yeah, it, man. Th- there must well, have been some
6: tough things out there for you. So quantify I'll quantify that a little bit. And this may scare the daylights out of some people that joined up without knowing this. I never ran a bass tournament in my life. Ever. <laughs> had had fished a bunch of them, had never yeah. been on the organization side. Been around them a lot, um, but ne- i would never mm-hmm. actually ran one. Had never been a tournament director had never adjudicated. But man, I went back to, man, treat the number one guy in the field, your AOI, and you treat the guy in dead last exactly the same, right? You, you read the rules, you apply the rules across the board, re- take the name out of it and you look at the situation, you apply the rules, you apply penalties as they have to be applied and you move on. Um, I'll be honest, Peter, it, it wasn't that hard. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it wasn't fun. But as far as knowing what was right and wrong, um, it, it really wasn't. There were a couple little things that happened here and there that were head scratchers, right? Um, and look, man, I'm, I'm a tournament angler, right? I know how painful. Making that phone call and having that conversation with Brandon Perkins, I, I didn't know 100% that he was going to lose AOI, but I knew that it, had, it was going to be really, really close. He ended up losing AOI by one point to keep. Oh, so me, I was, I was hyper-focused on trying to get his fish in because if he could have saved six, eight ounces and moved up one place, then we go to tiebreaker. Um, And the tiebreaker was cumulative weight for the year. And I, I kind of thought Keith might have that, but I know Brandon had some higher finishes, but at least I wanted to get him in. So he had a chance. Um, It didn't work out that way. He only had 10 pounds. He had an 11 pound penalty, so he ended up zeroing. Um, And then applying penalties to guys that didn't understand the rules. It was amazing to me, Justin, go read the rules. It was amazing to me. It was amazing to me to guys that didn't know the rules. Um, And you having to explain rules to them after they have dedicated, call it 50 grand to go out and compete. Um, Well, I I can tell you this, The the
4: carpenter will never read the rules ever <laughs>
1: um no but i'll talk to somebody and they'll tell me the rules
4: <laughs>
0: that i will do I, probably I, I have read the rules five maybe six times i had uh john cruz told me one time uh this was earlier this year and i can't remember what brought this up but i think it was a past experience i had had with a different tournament organization that didn't sit well with me And he said, listen here. I mean, that sucks. We all go through things that suck. But dude, you know the rules as good or better than the people who have to initiate them and put them in place. You know those things backwards and forwards. And uh, I took that to heart for sure, you know. Because there's differences. There's minor differences in all different organizations, you know. And you might think, you know, can you call a dead fish? You know, you probably didn't know it, but you can call a dead fish in BFLs. I'm pretty sure, you know, but in a lot of everything
6: else, you can't, you know, so there's, well, there's, well, I, you got to know. Well, one I got, one I got this week, a bunch of guys is, is, Hey, I've got a lure stuck on the dock. Like, you know, on a cable or something, can I get out of my boat and go retrieve my lure? And I said, Hey man, the rule says you cannot leave your boat to land the fish. It says nothing about you leaving your boat to retrieve a lure. And another question I said, hey, my lure is hung. Can I make another cast with a rod that is in my boat? So I can kind have of lay this rod down, my lug, my lure is hung. And I said, Is your lure touching the water? Because there's a difference. Our rule says if your lure is out of the water, so it's not in the water, out of the water, you can make another cast. If your lure is in the water, you cannot make another cast until you retrieve that lure, break it off. Yep. So you know, again, knowing and understanding those rules, um, a lot of guys just call, you know what I mean? And that, that's fine. Um, but, you know, you need to have an understanding of what is or isn't legal uh, within within the confines of what the MPFL does for our tournaments. And, and here's the deal, guys. I, I don't know if you guys know this. Um, I did not want to be tournament director this year. Right? I, I did not want to have that on my plate as well. I do. I do all the production stuff. I've moved the cameras around the water I work with our production facility in Wisconsin um, I do a lot of logistics stuff with Alan Paul uh, but it just worked out where I could I couldn't find the right guy right I, I had a very specific way I wanted our organization to run from the tournament director side um, I have found that guy for next year I will not be tournament director next year um, but he, he's, he he is he is cut from the same cloth as, as Paul and I and uh, I'm very excited to, to get He's, he's got some other obligations. We're not going to announce it until he's on contract and those other obligations are behind him. But we're very excited about adding a, another member, a little mini Paul to the to the field to the to the team here. It's, it's actually Brad, was,
1: Brad's beard's the uh, tournament director for next year.
6: I, I was actually the
5: first tournament director, and if you can believe it, the anglers simultaneously voted that down. <laughs>
3: right. That's
5: right. Well, what? And, and, I will and here's the I, great. I, I will say this justin i will say this after tonight's uh viewing of you and patrick's uh conversation we will be adding uh rule number 182 subsection g shorts must touch the kneecap yes. <laughs> no, no good <laughs> i'm fine with that man i'm fine with no, that. nobody wants to
6: see that mess <laughs> <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> Look, man, I, 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 almost, I almost wanted to put this – And I, dude, just seeing you guys go back and forth, man, I'm, you guys are going to be a great uh, entity to add to the NPFL, right? At, at its core, what you will see is I tell guys all the time, like, man, if we're not out here having fun, right, we can rib each other and ride each other, but, man, we should be laughing. If you guys notice our coverage, like, I, I want guys to cut up and have fun, right? And, and we're not here to offend people or, you know, do things that are off-color, but man, if we can't enjoy ourselves and have fun doing this, I don't want to do it. I mean, I just don't. And and I want you guys to have fun. And man, when I got to talk to Patrick on the phone, I thought, man, I really hope he does this. Not because he's Patrick Walters and and Ken Duke says he's the best angler to ever walk the face of the earth, or <laughs> statistically right now he is the best, because he's a good dude, yeah. right? Like he he's he's a good person, and that's that's who I want here.
1: Yep, I like that.
4: Well you guys got a great group. Um, so, uh, we'd like to hear you announce right now, your, uh, tournament sites for next year.
6: So, there's, there's six of them. And Paul and I were, Paul, Paul and I were, Paul and I texting. Re- <laughs> yeah. Paul and I were texting. And, and I hope you guys will respect this a little bit. I promised the anglers that they would have a full schedule before we announced it to anybody. Um, the Ingrams do not have the full schedule, but Paul, with your concurrence, I will announce the states we're going to. Ooh. I mean, is that is that a, is that enough of a, of a nugget? Is that, yes. is that good enough for yes. you? Yes, yeah, we'll take. Yes, it. let's shoot. Well, <laughs> I we'll, love
1: that. Yeah, we'll take Luke Duncan scraps. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these, these are in these are in no particular order, right? So we will be in Florida next year, right? Um, I will say this about Florida: I'm pretty sure no one is going to do what we're going to do in Florida next year. Ooh. So I'll just leave that out there. Again, no no timeframes, no dates. Um, we're going to be in the great state of Ohio next year. Whoa. right? <laughs> so, so I'm sure you guys have heard all the glory about the Ohio River. Uh, I grew up on the Ohio River. I'm not saying we're going there, but we will be in the state of Ohio next
0: year. Here's Florida. O-H. To- <laughs> I, 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 if, I if said, said
4: here- Sandusky Bay. Is the Ohio destination?
2: If I if I hear Pennsylvania on this uh that- on this list, might <laughs> uh what, what, would you <laughs> <waiting> <laughs> list yeah. what would you do? What would you do?
6: What would you do, Riz? My, um,
2: my name would probably go on the waiting list. <laughs> <laughs>
6: All right, so so Riz, you, you can save the email, bro. Pennsylvania is not on there. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are going to be in uh, North Carolina next year. Oh, cool. All right. Darren Sharon Harris, Harris is my guest.
4: I
1: like
6: that. We're gonna. Hey, I I got to spend some time on Sharon Harris for a crew weekend down there, man. That place is ridiculous. But maybe, uh, maybe. Tennessee. You know, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna. We, there's so many diverse fisheries in the state of Tennessee. I feel like we could go there every year and not fish the same type body of water. So you guys know we're going there for Nick Nick and Jack's going to be the championship uh, yeah. here in a few weeks. But yeah, we're so going back in the state gonna, of Tennessee. So it's going to be Chickamauga. So it's going to be Chickamauga.
4: Oh, go ahead. Okay. Listen, I
6: have I, I have a disdain for Chickamauga, so I'll just leave that out there. I'm not saying it's not Chickamauga; it's not the chick, but uh, you know, chick has gotten so much pressure, man. You know, Dennis did such a good job promoting that uh, fish Dayton that it's just, man, it's 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 seen its fair share of tournaments. I'm not saying we won't be there, but there's been a lot of venues go there. Uh, we'll probably we'll, be somewhere else.
5: We'll go to Chickamauga um, we're be when con- Keith Carson can pronounce it.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh we're gonna be in we're gonna be in we're gonna be in the great state of kentucky next year wow um yeah oh. um and then the last one is why we're holding up the schedule is uh we're either going to be in michigan or we're going to be in new york so um you guys you guys can pontificate on that and, and rub rub two nickels together if you can figure oh,
5: yeah. it out but, <laughs> well that can I interject without giving up too much, Brad?
6: Probably, probably not. But go ahead. We're not
5: going to North Carolina. We're going to South Carolina.
6: Oh, South Carolina. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry about Ooh. that. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> I was
5: like, I was like, yeah. Wait a second. What? We're going to North Carolina? <laughs> what? <that memo." laughs> yeah.
4: It's, uh, it is.
6: South, J- it is. It is South Carolina.
4: J.K. Did I just hear? that it's possible the Lake Hartwell what? could be on the schedule next year? Did I just hear that? That I mean, If they'd have to be on the South Carolina side, that's a border. Lake. It could
0: be Clark Hill, which Clark Hill's on fire. I, right hey, now. I
5: got I to
0: gotta cut you Creek. off real quick.
5: I got to cut you off real quick for all the anglers watching and for all the anglers who are watching next year, so we're really careful about this. Our information rule, the way that it's stated, the minute we announce it, it's cut off. So, guys are no, no longer allowed to get or talk about information on any lake in Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee. All those lakes are off limits per our rules currently. Uh, so, until we announce the specific lakes, you all have to talk about fisheries in Idaho or California. <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: or, or New Jersey. New oh, Jersey yeah. can't talk
5: about those all there day. There are no
1: fisheries in New Jersey.
5: Uh, I hope yeah. to go to Jer- I hope to go
6: to Jersey someday for something. Yeah. So,
5: so,
3: <laughs> so 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 BTC, I, I apologize, man.
6: I, I I hope you guys Paul and I discussed it and uh so we, we were ready to drop a couple nuggets on you. The the other thing that we that we really hold is a level playing field, right? It's is keeping things level across the board so everybody has equal opportunity and all that stuff. So, so Again, apologies for dumping more of the schedule on you. We were ready to dump a couple, and I'm like, man, that probably isn't fair to the field. So we're going to hold that back until we're ready to dump the whole thing. We really hope. But this leads to something else. Those parochial mindsets that go on in bass fishing, right? Those old school, it's always been this way, this is the way it's done. Guys, we're six months away from our first tournament for 2021, 2022, right? So we don't feel pressure to get our schedule out. I know everybody wants to know it. Hey, man, everybody's had theirs out in August, this, that, and the other. I get it. But, man, we just don't – we want it to be really good and right, not right now. So – but trust me, as soon as the schedule's done, we're not holding on to it. We're not holding over anybody's head. um, But, you know, we're going to do our due diligence and make sure that the schedule is rock solid before we announce it. You won't see us announce a lake and then move it unless there's some kind of catastrophic, you know, deal going on there where we have to. But um, we're going to be locked in on all these venues um, before we announce anything. Well, if I have any say, I would like to see you guys and you
4: said it, you might go to New York and um <laughs> if if I would I would say that you guys should put this in the rules that you should go to New York and you should have an exemption for anybody that might be the dean of the Bash
6: University to participate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete, I tell you Peter. what, Pete, what We'll, we'll put it to a vote to the field. If they vote you in, buddy, we'll let it happen. How about that?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I I will tell you this, Pete, if we do come to New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, anywhere within a hundred miles of you, I would love to extend an invite for you to, uh, share a little bit of time one day with Luke Duncan for a little while. Love to. I did not ask Brad or Al or Michelle on that. Just, just so everybody knows Michelle is the boss. Like, like, if we have one of those pyramids, it's like Michelle, Brad, and it depends on yep. what time of day it is. Sometimes, sometimes before breakfast it's Brad, and then after breakfast it's Michelle. <laughs> he can explain all that better. And then, and then it's Al and I, and it, it, that pyramid goes goes down that way. But we we got a lot of people to think, and we'll get to that at the end. Brad, what do we got in a month? Not to hijack y'all's podcast, but y'all wanna talk about what we got going on in a month and what people are you, gonna see. Yeah, you got, you, in you the great like a, state of
6: Tennessee Championship. Yes, sir. Yeah, I heard you know, I heard Keith talking about it and, and Taylor. Um yeah, man, we're gonna go to Nickajack in November. Like deep November. Not like we're not just skirting in November. You know, our tournament days will be mid November 11, 12, 13. I am very, very excited about that venue at that time of year. And if you guys notice, like a thing with our schedule is we, if we go to a lake that, that has been visited, we want to go there at a different time, right? Like we were in Florida That's in cool. June and the week after we left, it took a single day weight of 32 pounds. We just missed that a phenomenal bite down there in Florida in June. I mean, it still took over 60 to win our event. Um, but, you know, we, we want to be on places that don't get highlighted at different times of the year. And, and Pete, I know, you love know, we, we talked a long time ago, that. the fall fishing deal man you know yeah. lake grand lake kind of showed out it's 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 fishing better than it ever has that fishery is on a severe upswing for fish quality um you know it took over 50 to win our event down there for a three-day wait in in a and really a really really rough time of year um so you know we want to be on places that are just a little off maybe from when you would typically see them there because we think that's interesting to true tournament anglers right like Hey man, this this place just isn't good in March, or this place just isn't good in April. Like the, these fisheries have high potential outside of those normal uh, spawn times, if you will, and pre-spawn.
4: Cool. I love that. I love, I love that. You, I love that you guys are doing that. I love the fall tournaments. I love the full fields. There's so much that that is wonderful about what you're doing, and and you can see the anglers really love it. And uh, and I, what, what what are you most excited about? in the 2022
6: season? I think, you know, it's, it's most reflective back and then looking forward. So, and Justin, you'll, you'll get a taste of this firsthand next year. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to peel the onion back and give you some inside dope that a lot of people don't know happens. So we made the rule because I felt like it was an unenforceable rule. We had no restrictions on anglers watching the live stream throughout the tournament. Um, because I didn't feel like that was a rule I could really enforce because of social media and clips and all those things. Right. So we didn't restrict our anglers in the beginning from watching the live stream. I felt like there were anglers who were absolutely taking advantage of that. And it was affecting a, the outcome and it was affecting what our anglers were going to say and do when they did have a camera on the live stream mm-hmm. that he was going to have anglers watching you know, fast forwarding through the stream until he was on live and they were going to take that juice and those educational tidbits, like our anglers give, they were going to take that and use it against them. Uh, they weren't going to do it. So we made a in season decision to restrict the anglers from watching the live streams. And the reason I'm talking about this guys is there will be things that happen throughout 2022 that we are not afraid to make a rapid adjustment on the spot. Um, And we we think that that being fluid and being flexible as we grow to promote the growth and the level playing field is equally important to anything we're doing. So sometimes we go to the anglers and we ask their opinion. Sometimes we ask them to make the decision. And then sometimes because I feel like it's in the best interest of the league, the sponsors and the anglers, I just make the decision and and we go on from there. But I'm most excited, Pete, about seeing – the field mature because a lot of these guys were way in over their head this year, right? They were, there, there was a lot of shock value. There was a lot of nerves, man. If you'd have seen guys making just silly mistakes, like they couldn't get their kill switch attached, like, because, because it's all fun and games to I shove an $80,000 camera in your face and tell you to go to work. Right. Like it, right. I, you got it. You got it. You've got the same guys that film for bass and MLF and pro circuit film for us. They, they just, they just run the country and that's what they do for a living. Um, and they're pros, man. Like they know more about this gig than a lot of the anglers did. So I'm anxious to see how those anglers who learn from this year take that and apply it to next year. Because I think there's, I think the competition level, not but just because we're adding J.K. and Walters and heck, if you look on the on the rest of that list, there's a guy from Out West named Patrick Toohey. If you say his name on the West Coast, people are going to absolutely know who he is, right? Dustin yeah. Williamson, uh, Jason's little brother. He's coming to fish with us. Right, Jesse Millsap's son Logan, who yep. has has watched his uncle Randy, and now his dad Jesse Fish is going to join the MPFL and is fishing with his dad on the tour next year. And, and man, the, the Sam Whitmire. The list goes on and on and on. So I'm most excited to see the fishing world be introduced to yet another crop of anglers who are going to go out there and perform and, and at a very high level. I've got i, I want to... <clears throat> Go
5: exactly. ahead,
0: Justin. I, I think that's, you, you know, you, you said a mouthful with that, Brad. And I think that's the the thing that you had going into that. You know, you had a lot of these guys who were locally known. You say their name for two or three states far and wide. Everybody in the fishing world knew their name. And you you get a lot of that. And, that's you know, a lot of them are shining bright for you guys this year in 2021. But I got a question. So, you know, last year is kind of the inaugural season or this year. Next year. You got a new crop of anglers, or is there going to be a rookie of the year race? Is there going to be? Is that is that going to be celebrated at all like other leagues, or no?
6: Hey man, yes, I, I,
4: love,
6: I, that I love that question. Love that question. So that and, and, and it's funny, man. You're the first guy that's ever. We've already talked about it. So and and we've just been waiting, and it figures you'd be the one to ask. Um, well, Pete was a
0: rookie of the year award winner there, so I had to ask that because he's the last rookie of the year award. That didn't get celebrated. That's
5: right. There there, there there were like seven dudes fishing when he won that. Uh,
4: well, that's true. <laughs> they
5: were they were all like
4: like they were all disciples in the Bible when he won. The right. rookie of the yeah. year. It, well, you know, in my defense, it, it was not BC, it was A D <laughs> when I started fishing, but just by a little bit, you know.
1: The word rookie hadn't been invented yet.
6: <laughs> yeah, everybody's like rookie, like Rook was on there, right? Um so man, we're we're not going to do a rookie of the year next year. We feel like even with Patrick and and Buddy and all those guys like you know, we're all rookies. Right? Like everyone on the field is a rookie on the MPFL, right? So if you think about it, if you said hey, New Angers on two, on a two-year look back, everyone's on a two-year look back. Right? Yeah. So so uh we are not doing a rookie of the year Um, we'll talk about it in year three because that that would be a different kind of kind of model there um, looking at it. But we, we've talked about it, man. And we're not going to do a rookie of the year. Like Justin, unfortunately you're going to come out there and you're going to, you're going to earn, you're going to earn your stripes the good old fashioned way with the, with the, with the rod and reel in your hand, man. And um, look, I I don't think you're going to have to worry about rookie of the year, but I will tell you, and and I think you appreciate this, that, whatever you get on the MPFO you're going to earn mhm right hey, like yeah i that's mean man, man, it's so much sweeter yeah coming over i've
0: got goals and if there was a rookie of the year award it, that that would not be anywhere written on any goal whatsoever that's that's not that's not what i'm coming over for that's not what anybody else would be coming coming over for you know i just you know I, I i see other people do it and i was just gonna say you know what pete maybe you you could just throw you know let's throw a bunch of money over there at mpfl and just make it the bass university rookie of the year award you know just there you go have a little something else to
6: fish <laughs> for Listen, <laughs> you, you, we don't we don't agree on a lot in the mpfl staff meetings right like clearly um yeah. as 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 Paul and I are brothers. We've literally whooped each other's ass a few times this year and then had to hug it out. But what I will tell you is we we all like money, Pete. So if you're ready to stroke a check, bro, we'll figure out something to do with it. Yeah.
3: yeah.
6: Hey, uh,
5: Pete, Pete asked Brad a good question. What did he look for 2022? And Justin called Carson AOI last year. I remember when he did it, and they brought it up tonight when Keith came on. This is y'all's opportunity to put us to the test. I'm going to go through, Justin, you don't get to participate. You know, your bottom of the food chain as a rookie. Um <laughs> That being said, Lovely. I want to go from, I want to go from uh Rez to Stockle to Pete. I want to know what y'all want to see for 2022. I've got my pen. I've got my notes. We pride ourselves on transparency. We'll either tell you we can do it. Maybe we can do it. Or we won't do it. Uh, but I want to know what y'all want to see for 2022 and hold our feet to the fire from an accountability standpoint. If we say we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Um, but you know, Riz, 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 I don't don't think anybody gives Riz enough love, but he's an absolute hammer for y'all. Uh, great dude and i never want to catch his left hook for all the money in the world so what what do you want to see for 2022
2: um one of the things that i think would be cool uh for 2022 for the national professional fishing league would be to maybe do some feature spots uh on anglers throughout the year to kind of showcase their backgrounds where they came from what got them into fishing because Um, of the professional tours right now the national professional fishing league is one is the newest uh, professional level tour so a lot of the guys on the in the league have not had that kind of exposure and people don't really know who they are where they came from what their background is so to be able to learn a little bit about the guy that's grinded his way through you know, gone from John boat to, to tin rig to, to bass boat and worked his way up to to being able to, to scratch up enough money to fish professionally. I would personally like to know, you know, where these guys came from, what their backgrounds are and, and what got them to the point they're at now.
5: done. Well, I can answer I can answer without consulting with Brad. I know Brad's gonna say, Hey, we try to do it some this year. We we're we're limited by resources to a point, but Riz, you can hold us accountable on that, um, and we will do it. So So, how about
6: you? How about you? Go ahead. Hey, real quick. So, and I'm going to dig it just a little bit, Riz. So one thing that we are adding next year that we didn't have this year, we we use Tanner and Travis Lyons. I don't know if you guys know those cats or not from Twin Visuals Media. Um, We have worked out a deal, and they are going to be full-time MPFL next year. So... Uh, cool. We are very, very excited about that. I don't. I think that's breaking news again. I'm, I'm trying to make yeah. up for the yeah. schedule <laughs> deal, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It yeah. Really- so, and, and what that allows us to do is to send them out to Kimmel's house and do lifestyle pieces, pieces on him and his family, to Travis Jules' farm, to John. So, you know what I mean? So, dude, that is absolutely going to happen. You're a genius, and I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs>
1: Well, all
5: right, right Stark, what do you want to well,
1: see? Well, this is why Rich's, Rich's answer was wrong, was, you know, I always felt that Bass, you know, or or whatever organizations at FLW didn't do a good job of exactly what you said, and it left it wide open for podcasts and, you know, Ike Live and, and things <laughs> like that. So, so we got that covered. Um, <laughs> but – um and if now, if and you invited,
5: if you invited NPFL guys like Travis Kuehl and Stu Martell, and you know,
1: oh, well, we we'll get there. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, we'll get yeah, there. we're working on
1: it. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but but no, I, I thought Fat Cat did a great job in studio. Next year, I'd like to see Fat Cat in studio and Shelly Sanders in his spot. Who? Hmm. Shelly Sanders done.
5: <laughs> oh,
4: <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, Charles. It's it's, it's, your loss. It, it's an it's it's an attractive woman that that, that BTC would like to see somewhere At, in your broadcast.
1: Everybody would like to see.
6: I mean, bro, we gave you James Watson. What more do you want? <laughs> you don't get any than that. Something or does else. It? <laughs>
1: Something else. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. James was awesome, but you know,
3: he has like a
4: man, man
1: cannot live on bread alone.
4: <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Pete. Have fun following that up. I, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed that how efficient you guys were able to come up with answers for that stuff. Um, I thought you guys would both uh, falter, you know, be a lot of airtime pause, but uh, you guys did like great, me. great answers. Yeah, I, I just want more live. Um, I love I like when the tournaments are in action. I love it. I, I honestly I cannot stop watching it, and I might like to watch live practice or. Some type of camera with uh Sanders, you know uh n- no but I wanna I wanna watch the I, I want to watch the fishing action. I'm addicted to it. I love watching it. I don't know if if there's a you know if practice is an option or not, but I can't wait till the tournaments start going. Um I gotta it, tune in. I gotta watch it.
5: It is there an up. option, it is an option, and for Four easy payments of ten thousand nine ninety nine. <laughs> I will make sure that you get some practice days with a camera. So it, 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 we, you know, we, we 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 talk about that every day. How can we expand? How can we add? How can we everything else in relation yep. to live coverage cameras? Uh, the guys that run the cameras they take their job very seriously. We could not we could not have a better production crew production company running our stuff. And the camera guys are very, very serious. They're very, very expensive. Um, we would love to be able to get there and we will get there. Um, you know, talk, talk to some of these uh, folks out there about, about, you know, swinging some checks our way. That's where it's going.
4: I hear you. I got, like,
1: I got another one when you're done with that, Pete.
4: We watch, uh, we watch Eagles uh, hatch their chicks 24 seven. Maybe we can just, Hunt, you know put a camera in boats and watch guys practice. Um, we, we've
5: got we we've got the we've got the GoPro requirement and we've got a lot of that GoPro stuff. Um yeah. I think you get back into the the uh comfortableness of a guy to put out his GoPro practice out on a yeah. social media site. We'll police it the best that we can. Um, Justin could be the first person to say he's gonna he's gonna Live feed his full practice, you know, from the GoPro, and we'll allow him to do it. And we can add it to our platform, Brad. We can add that to our platform if he provides that feed,
6: right? Let's put it on that. Well, yeah, I was thinking, man, what we could do is uh, what is the house where they film him 24 hours, like 24 hours a day? There's a yeah, the first one one was
5: Jersey Shore, and I believe Riz Riz is, is a product of that first. First <laughs> season Jersey <of Dickers laughs> Shore, a
2: product. Of nah, wrong part of Jersey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: that yeah, was man, payback. That was payback for the Jimmy John's, bro. I had to go. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know how much it's shit I that. got over that, Rich? You, what you brought them Jimmy John's? <laughs> Who did you? I did at the boat at the Chessie at the boat ramp Yeah, they're like, yeah, here's some cheesesteaks steaks at Jimmy John's. He's like, I, no, wait, I, I, I went
5: to the, the cashier guys. Yeah,
2: I brought them Carmen's, the bro. The,
5: no 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 i went to the philadelphia show i went to the philadelphia show and i said i want one thing i want a, I want a philly cheesesteak and brad will tell you we just had a cheesesteak incident at grand but riz shows up with jimmy jones i'm like bro we got jimmy oh, johnson george it. come on man <laughs> I remember it.
1: Uh, that's a, come on riz no he's it's, paul's right you got you got to give it to him i mean he deserves <laughs> better um no, but but I would like to see. Uh, and I mentioned this to Paul the other day. I'd would lo- love to see a tournament that started later, where the weigh-ins are you know, seven eight o'clock. You know, summertime it's late. It, you got sunlight till nine o'clock. I'd, I'd love to see oh. that after work. You get <laughs> home, you could watch it.
0: You can do that up north. Plus, those suckers don't bite in the morning, anyways, man. Those so, those weights would go through the roof on some of those smallmouth fisheries.
6: Yeah, man. I like, did, did you guys? You guys – I don't know if you guys heard the – like so we did that on Pickwick, right? We pushed our takeoff yeah. time back till 8. I think the last flight checked in at 6.30 in the evening. I remember that, mm. yeah. So and, and, dude, listen, guys lost their mind in the field. Like, I got death threats, bro.
1: Yeah. Cool. Why?
6: A bad idea, they,
5: they, right? they, like, they thought – they thought they had a morning bite, you know, pre pre cutoff practice indicated a morning bite. Brad knew more than they knew. Well, I don't say this dispar- disparagingly about the field. Anyone who had a complaint about it, I specifically went to them after the event and said, did we know what we were doing? And they were, they conceded, Hey, we trust you, it, but it's, yeah. it's just a matter of that proving time.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
6: But yeah, man, I, I'm all about those late day tournaments. Cause man, they fish always bite better as the sun's going down. Right. Like that late afternoon bite for sure. Yeah, man, we're, we're down, we're down the clown. We're down with that life as uh, my buddy fat cat would say.
4: I like it. I like it a lot. Good Interesting. Yep. Well, you know, best of luck guys. I mean, best of luck. You guys are crushing it. Yeah. You guys, you, know, you guys are doing so well. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if our input will help at all, but uh, we, we I'm glad you guys asked for it and we're happy to give it to you. And uh, we have a lot of other bad ideas that if you guys would like to <laughs> in, implement, you know. We'll, we'll hey, Pete, hey
6: diff- you, you spent enough time with Paul Benson, bro. Do you know how many bad ideas we've had? <laughs> a lot. Like, we've had – he's like, hey, I'll, how about we try this? I'm like, hell no, Paul. You've lost your damn mind. We are not doing that. <laughs> I legit
5: – I legit wanted a night tournament. I said there's nothing like a July night tournament right. in the South. Cut nice. them loose at 8 p.m., fish till 3, 3 a.m. We'll film them with night vision. Like, we were – like, it was all. Awesome. It was a great idea. Not logistically, though.
6: But. But I, I, I know you guys are wrapping this up, bro, and I do want to take a minute. And, and listen, there was only a couple outlets that even gave us a time of day, right? That, that when we started this thing, there was only a few people that reached out and wanted to know about what we were doing. And listen, nobody was more skeptical than me and Paul. I, I promise you. We, we had no idea, right? We knew we were going to work hard, but we didn't know. I want to thank you, all the guys from Mike Live, everybody involved in your organization, and everything going on there at Bashu, for at least giving us a chance, and I really appreciate that. And bro, we don't, we don't, we remember that stuff. Those are the, I won't forget that. And uh, you guys got a uh, open door policy with us anytime you want. I sincerely appreciate it, and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing a good relationship with you guys for many, many, many years.
1: Right on, man. I'll take all the credit for that. Thanks. By the way.
6: <laughs> Thank you. I, I didn't want to just, I didn't, yeah, I just didn't want to like, I don't want to make it too uncomfortable for you. I,
5: I, I want to take, take a quick moment and run through some names because, because like I said, we do a lot with a very little, and it starts with Michelle Fuller keeping us all in line. Uh, as Brad said, I go my way. Brad goes his way. I goes his way. We're all running a million miles an hour. She's the glue that that pulls us together at the, at the tip of the spear. But from there, we go down to like Brendan Teach, Steve, uh, Sean Mudhole, Mohole, uh, you know, Caps, Andrew Caps, uh, Kyle Mori, Tommy Bench. Uh, I know I'm forgetting one or two, Adam Hornberger. We have a lot of dudes who are out there hustling, helping us, hustling, helping anglers, doing everything to make sure that we can do this, put on a heck of a show our production team out of Appleton, Wisconsin. I think we're allowed to name them now, right, Brad? There's enough stuff out there. Fixed Productions. They have a dude named Kyle Carpenter. They've got a guy named Zach Visser in Wisconsin that that harangues our our guys. They've got a guy on site, Kyle Carpenter. And this is where I say, if you show up and see how it's different, you'll see it firsthand. Um, I know I've forgotten somebody and I'm a complete jerk for doing it. We could not do it with all these people day in and day out, helping us, I encourage and invite y'all to come down anytime that you can and see what we got going on, because it is an absolute blast. Fat Cat, Luke, David Dudley, James Watson, every one of them has taken a chance on putting their name and attaching it to our cart, and uh, we truly have a brotherhood of about 140 people, uh, brotherhood and sisterhood, families. Uh, everything about it, the outpouring of support in relation to you know, things that we've seen this year, uh, support from the fans, it, it is a huge undertaking, and we could not do it without everybody watching the live feed. So that being said, November 11th, 12th, and 13th, make sure that you tune in live at TNPFL.com. Uh, and check it out at our championship. So, right on. Awesome. Yeah. We appreciate
6: it. Damn, I'm proud of you, Benson. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: Wait,
3: hey, you well, did a great. You guys well, have done a great uh, job
1: with 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 yeah. selecting talent and putting the right people around. You know, and creating great chemistry with that broadcast team. Uh, it, all the guys yeah. you said, and and you know the fill-ins, Dudley and Hallman. I just thought that it really went good, man. Good job, whoever the talent scout is. Uh,
6: Dude, if you knew how that went down, Brian, you would. Yeah, it it goes down about like you think it would be with me and Ben. So I'm like, dude, who do you know? I don't know who do you know? (laughs) Who's dumb enough? Who's dumb enough? Who's dumb enough enough and crazy enough to come and do this? All right, call him.
1: It worked, man. It worked really well.
6: It's fun to watch. Uh, We're
4: gonna be watching in November. And, uh, you know, appreciate you guys coming on and, and sharing the story with us tonight. Look forward to seeing what happens next. My gosh. And we're all going to be rooting for Rookie of the Year, Justin Kimmel. That's right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Justin, if they won't give you the award, we will give you the award. You know? Hey, well, oh, hey uh,
1: Brad, Brad and Paul, um, this is something we do at Bass University. Anytime we have a guest on. Uh, just send me your uh, shirt size and mailing address. Uh, we'll be sending you guys something. I don't think Luke Duncan's show does that. But uh, but our guests, they get stuff. So.
6: Well, I'll, make, I'll make sure. If it, Listen, I don't think Luke's ever going to have me on again after the last time I was on. So if I ever do get on, I'll make really? sure I wear your Basu T-shirt. <laughs>
4: love it <laughs> yes we we would definitely love that and, uh, a we appreciate you guys man. hanging out with us man yeah. uh, it was awesome to learn more and wish you best of luck in in 2022 and uh okay. we will uh we will look forward to seeing what happens we're gonna have you guys back on again i'm sure
5: do, uh, one, one more quick question do y'all have any and i may be completely throwing you under the bus pete Y'all have any show oh, dates? Boy. Or y'all have any uh, on-site classes planned for next year? Because I know you yes. haven't done them last year or this year. Are y'all going back yes. in the field next year?
4: Any? Use guys. Well, you you really did throw me under the bus, Paul. I appreciate that. Again. <laughs> uh, but but um, but but J.K. We do have some dates uh, scheduled, and uh, we would like to announce them right now. Yeah,
0: yeah we you can actually get tickets uh, right now. We just actually opened our our ticket window. Um, January 15th and 16th, we will be in Gadsden, Alabama with our friends over there on the banks of, uh, Neely Henry. Um, that's, that's our Alabama home. It has been for three or four years now. Um, and we're excited to, uh, get back over there and see a lot of faces that we hadn't seen in two years. You know, we, we missed out seeing those guys, uh, last year, and I, I know that we'll see a lot of the same faces show up um, with our students, and I can't, can't wait. Um, the following weekend is the other weekend that I can announce uh, right now, and that's January 22nd, 23rd in Anderson, South Carolina, on the shores of Lake Hartwell. Um, our, our pal, uh, Neil Paul, has been bringing us there for the last few years. Helped us out last year when we were having to do things virtually, and we actually shot and filmed some of our seminars in, in Anderson. And as you know, Lake Hartwell is a future home of Bass UTV production because and, our proud Jeff just is in the process of moving his stuff in as we speak this week. Um, I can't wait to be – I used to be, what, 3,000 miles from that guy, and now I'm going to be an hour drive from him. Mm-hmm.
4: It's going to be awesome. It's yeah, also a home. future – It's also the future home of the up one of the upcoming NPFL derbies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope you're right. That's on the wrong side of the state for him to, for
5: him to make the North Carolina mistake, mistake looking at the wrong
3: direction there. But
5: Jeff Olson, Jeff Olson is an unsung hero for y'all. Yes. Um, great dude. Loves fishing is ate up with all of it. And I can't wait. Uh, brad if if brad's tagged out and limited out with all the stuff he's going to shoot in the face by january 15th 16th we'll be at both of those events if we're invited so
4: that's awesome guys open invitation we'd love to have you guys appreciate you guys so much and uh you know we, we we've just got a few things to button up here at bass university you guys can hang out with us but we appreciate you guys being with us and uh Letting us know what's going on with the MPFL, and thank you so much for for sharing this time with us, guys.
6: Appreciate it, fellas. You guys be good. I'm gonna bounce. Yes. It's way past my bedtime, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> you guys wrap it up. And uh, appreciate y'all, man. You guys
4: uh, be man. good. See you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank bro.
6: you. Thank man. you, y'all.
4: Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Brad. Um, so we have we, we got a Facebook like and <coughs> share left. Yeah, and uh, a great. Rich. Prize. Yep. What do
1: and, we got? And a uh, and
2: a grand prize. So I'll go ahead and throw the grand prize question out there now, uh, and then we'll go to the Facebook like and share. So tonight's grand prize question uh, for um, the Bash University Live is: There are three baits that Keith would take with him across the country all seasons of the year. What are these three baits that Keith named on Bash U Live that he would take with him across the country? All seasons of the year, there is three. Yeah. I need names for all of them. His
1: keys A O Y.
0: When we're when we got some dead air here, or I know you got to do the Facebook like and share, but guys, I got an A O Y pro panel that I've got to run through quickly. I can't let this one go. I've let them go before, but not today.
2: <laughs> and we have a winner.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, that's and impossible. It, it's it's very possible, uh, and a, you know, I I can't even I can't even keep these contained because we don't run a queue on the chat board anymore joe venuto two weeks in a row with the fritz side five the swim jig and the wind up worm wow congratulations joe v absolutely killing it dialed into bash university live see that guys it pays <clears throat> to watch and be locked in the whole time you can win some awesome stuff right. so
4: awesome. JK, give us a quick yeah. one so Come here on. Here, here it was. I, I made it to be
0: quick. I, you know, just randomly we were having AOI Keith Carson on. You are an AOI yourself. I was like, you know, let's take this. What's the one bait that in your angler of the year season weighed in the most fish wow. Wow. for your whole season? They had to make it to the weigh-in. Yeah, not catch throughout the year, but they had to make it to the weigh-in. So, we, I, I, reached out to our pal Seth fighter and uh, in Seth fighter fashion, he was like, I can't name one. (laughs) So we got, I didn't get Get a great answer there. (laughs) What that tells me is that there wasn't one that shined above another. Right. And it was true when he was on Bassmaster live, which he wasn't, he was on Bassmaster alive, but a, a lot, but not every event per se, but once he was in the AOI race, we saw him catch biggins on hair jigs drop shots. I saw him use that mega bass, um, mag draft, uh, saw him using square bill crankbaits. Saw him catch him on top water, catching him on a jig, flipping a jig. You know, and the more I thought about it, I was like, man, Seth went crazy versatile. He is crazy versatile. He wasn't using forward facing sonar. The guy just, the guy's just got it, man. You know, he's, he's one of those guys. You can't peg him as a, Oh, he's, he's, catching them on that again, you know, oh, there's, there's John Cox in that swim jig again, you know, so that's where we pulled that, pulled it out from that. And I appreciate Seth getting back to me. Um, And, uh, and truly, I believe him. There, there probably wasn't one that did. Now our, our, our partner Keith Carson came on the show tonight. He, he issued those three baits. Guess what? One of those three baits is not the answer. He weighed in most fish on his flipping bait the berkeley creature hog he weighed in more fish on a berkeley creature hog than than any other tournament or not tournament than than any other bait for his whole season yep. um now we're going to the bfl ranks
2: how's the action it, on that bait the creature hog
0: it's uh like, it's more like a beaver style yeah it's a action. beaver it's so, a beaver style action. Get the, so, do, you, do
2: you get the kick
0: you can get a subtle kick um I want to say if you remove those appendages above the longer ones, like yeah. the shorter one, you'll get more, you get more. You know what I'm gotcha. saying?
2: Yeah. And then you so put those appendages you on take a
0: hook, those two ones out. a
1: bobber in the back and catch some fish <laughs>
0: because it is max scent. It is max scent. So, um, now I'm going to the BFL ranks. Okay. Um, James Watson, Ozark region winner. Okay, he was the Ozark uh, region BFL angler of the year. He caught more fish on a tackle HD buzz bait, the worldwide buzzer. He went buzz bait okay. this year, which caught me off guard. I mean, it's it's right up his alley, but man, he just had tournaments line up for him, and that buzz bait was the deal for him this year. Pretty cool. Um, my region, I reached out to the winner of my region, who uh, he finished second place to me at at one of our home lakes, Oconee, but he, he snuck out a, well, not snuck out. He won angler of the year emphatically in a tough, tough bulldog division and he deserved it. Had a great season. His name's John Duvall. Um, He's a great angler. He caught more fish on a swim jig than anything else that, that for fish that hits, hit the scales. So George boys swim jig was the, was the way to go this year. He uh, he, uh, he he did it with a swim jig, one AOI, had a strong season. And we finished with our favorite AOI of the year, Pete Glusek, and everybody said? Black Senko. There you go.
1: Five inch. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I was on a Travis Manson's stream last night, and uh, the question came to him if he could only have one bait, one rod, one bait one bait forever for the entire year. And he said a four inch black Senko. Wow.
2: Yeah. I will never go to a tournament and this year really stuck at home. I will never launch my boat for a tournament ever again and not have a Dean's rig ready to go at all times. <laughs> wow. Four
4: seasons. That's pretty efficient. Yep. That's something.
2: Well,
4: four well, seasons? four I, seasons. I look back at it. Because I'll and just trim it down if it's cold. Make it small. The- my first tournament was uh, nothing to do with the Senko. It was chatterate. The second mm. tournament was everything, but it was uh, Green Weenie. Okay. Laminate. Right?
2: Dean's exactly. Rig. I still ate that.
4: Dean Rig was the deal. Uh, the third tournament was, uh, was that Lake Champlain? I think it was. And I was um, throwing a black Sanko, but I was throwing it with a half ounce and a three quarter ounce peg sinker. And I was flipping and pitching and nothing to do with the weightless thing. It was just flipping and pitching. It was the best tool for the job. And uh, when I went to uh, Cayuga, it was weightless. No Dean's rig, just weightless. And I was fishing in six to 12 inches of water as shallow as I could get it. I needed weightless to be able to skip it deep, deep, deep. Was it black? It was black. Oh, that's 10 fish right there. Yeah, and uh what's the last tournament of the season? Uh, Saint Lawrence. Oh Saint Lawrence. Better oh Banks. my gosh. That was almost the bust for me. And I, I saved it with a uh with a terminator spin rate. Yep. So
0: you really yeah. versatile season, Pete. Some power yeah. fishing. And honestly, you were power fishing with that Cinco, except for this well, you were power yeah. fishing Cinco at Champlain.
4: Yeah. I, I power fish that sinker nonstop. People yeah. like the Dean's rig seems like that's not slow. That's yeah. extremely efficient and you know, working that bait through the habitat. So uh mm-hmm. but it is what it is, there. It's a spinning but, rod. You know, it's a spinning rod.
0: Yeah,
4: our spinning rod. Year, this was the year of keeping it
0: simple and adding practice to your tournament. Huh.
1: Two things I didn't do this year. <laughs> and you, Nailed and you it.
0: crushed you crushed it with that.
4: You know? Yeah. You really did. Well, I, I had a little bit of practice and uh it was fun. I really enjoyed it. And I would have never fished the BFLs if you didn't inspire me to to do that, JK or Riz too, by winning mm-hmm. the two day BFL. Uh that was a great win. And uh yeah, you know, it's it's great stuff. i I had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the Potomac river in next week, uh, man, it's a great tournament lines up to my abilities and, and we got a very, very tough fishery looking forward to it. You and that river get along great. I'm excited to see, you
0: know, what happens when you go back there, Riz, what are you going to do, man? Are you going to fish some more BFLs or what, what, what are you going to do?
2: For next year? Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at the doing the, trying to do the whole BFL schedule. Going to, reach out to some people try and get a little bit of financial support to uh to be able to make it all happen you know that was the biggest thing for me this year was that you know I had a stinker in the first BFL and then grabbed the fourth place in the second BFL and kind of got myself back to even money uh and then just couldn't really couldn't really bring myself to swing it to run north uh without the uh you know would have put me in a tough spot as far as the the money goes but i got a few things in mind for next year to uh try and get try and get some support uh from some people in that avenue so we'll uh locks of love yeah selling hair <laughs> maybe, nah. maybe blood.
0: there nah. we go guys somebody come up and pony up for riz and the bfls next year
2: yeah come on <laughs> <laughs> see what we can make happen
0: cool man i'd love That's to see you fish the whole the whole deal i think i think you'd no doubt qualify for that regional and and be in the mix for sure
4: well we got the first two at the potomac river next year early spring
2: is Both at the i potomac? like it better
4: when it was on the chesapeake they're
2: it both really at did. the potomac <laughs> you, you already saw the schedule
4: oh it's out yeah the first two are on the potomac No kidding. then where yep. they go uh similar stuff they go to the thousand islands well they they announced it verbally at the last the two-day tournament and uh, then you go to a thousand islands in June and July. Uh, the two day tournament is on Cayuga. I don't know what August. the month is there. And I've lost track of the, of the last term. I don't remember where that is. Yeah. Okay.
2: So no chassis, no chassis. Huh? Maybe I'll just come down there with you, Justin, and just jump in a division and fish a bunch of lakes. I've never been to <laughs>
0: or, that- or- fish the Savannah River division that's or the a, bulldogs
2: that's what I'm saying just go fish a bunch of lakes that's <laughs> well, that's as fun to me as anything anymore is going to fish new lakes
4: new or, or, or you could um, you could save your money and I I don't know there's no nothing in stone and you didn't hear anything here but it there may be a Bassmaster open that comes very very close to home
2: that's what I'm <laughs> that's what i've I've heard
4: <laughs> next year
2: next year
4: who knows who knows
2: we'll have to wait and see see the schedule
4: yeah let's wait and see do you have a facebook like and share winner
2: yes i do uh tonight's facebook like and share winner of the bash university live podcast is veteran chris lindahl chris lindahl thank you for your service first and foremost and also thank you for supporting the bash university live show yeah
4: thank you very much I just happen to have a uh, square bill, uh, PT Fat Three Rapala. I just started show it because it looks freaking awesome. <laughs> this might play on the Potomac next week. Whoa, he's giving out his juice. We we shall see. We shall see. Looks good. Looks like a shad. Looks what's going. On. Looks like what's going on. Hey, thanks everybody for watching. Thank you, BTC Riz JK. Uh, it's been awesome. Appreciate you guys and uh, we're going to be back next week. BTC are we, we got to talk. We got to talk cuz I'm going to be on the Potomac.
1: Yeah, what a next great week Tuesday. to take off.
4: Well, We we could we could certainly take a week off. I, I, I'm going to be uh,
1: Yeah, I could use a break. Uh let's talk about like maybe skipping a week.
4: <laughs> we <really laughs> what do you do guys this on the air? Should, should we skip a week or should we suffer oh my and my Why are we doing this on the to air? To bring the the best broadcast in the history of the world uh, you guys let us know yeah all right, can you I guys let's all right but uh we'll keep you guys posted uh jk congratulations on the mpfl wish you best of luck thank you man
1: yes yeah, it's awesome
4: i've
0: gotten here without you guys and no, i'm
4: serious hey. well we're we're we'll be pulling for you next year for sure thank and, you and uh Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you haven't subscribed, go over to bashu.tv. It's $35 for three months. What? Plus, we give you a Tackle Warehouse coupon for $25. It's ridiculous. Get yourself signed up. Yeah. Make yourself become you a better up, Yeah, You're a loser. Yeah, it's all right there. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: It's all right there for you. Hey, thanks, everybody, for watching. I'm Pete Gluzek for Bash University TV. We will see you guys next week, maybe, or the week after. We'll, we'll talk about you soon. it. Good night, everybody.
2: It's Mike Iaconelli.
4: This is Bash U TV.
0: Here's what's awesome about Bash U TV you get the top instructors.
4: You will learn things at Bash U that you will learn nowhere else. And we help you build confidence with new techniques.
6: We take the mystery and the myths. Out of bass fishing. Real tools that help you catch more fish consistently.
4: At Bass
1: UTV, shoes are optional.
4: And I like turtles. We teach you to enjoy bass fishing. And that's why you want to check out Bass TV. Join the Bass U family. Welcome to
2: Bass TV.